What else went on in the last couple? Um, Mazze, I was gonna say, speaking of responsible, um, have you Mazze, Have you watched the NCAA tournament? I don't watch the NCAA tournament. Are, do you not watch the NCAA tournament because how you feel about the NCAA in general? Um, I don't watch it because I don't like college basketball. I think it's boring. Oh shit! Mm. I think it's hella boring. Like I, even with even with Zion, it's still hella boring. Yes, he's just dunking on a bunch of third graders. Come on, man! Like he nah. is. Nah, he is. Come on, man. I, look, look I Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is a generational talent right now. Like, mm-hmm. like I think that he'll be really good in the in, NBA. Right, mm-hmm. right. I haven't seen this much um, hype around a, a young kid like that since LeBron James. LeBron James, if he had gone to Ohio State or Duke, would have been a six nine player dunking on a bunch of scrubs. It's like, not, but it's not like he's just dominating everybody right now, right? Well, but that the re- you want to know why he's not dominating everybody right now? Because he can't shoot. It's not. He's not. He, he can't shoot. But Duke's this, the worst shooting team in the Great Eight. I mean, uh, Elite yeah. Eight right now. I I understand your point as it re- pertains to the regular season. Yeah. But at this point in the tournament, we're watching future NBA players play right now. Yeah. Some it's of not them. just Zion. Some yeah. of them, but you're so, watching like the you're be- watching the best play the best player that is not currently in the tournament right now is John Morant from right. State. But we yeah. also and talking that dude about is Yeah, but how many other NBA players on John Morant's team? I mean, mm. he's the only one, right? I mean, if they play 2K, they'd be on the they'd be in the NBA, <laughs> right? He's, my career, he's my in, career mode, yeah. DC. He's the only one, right? Yeah. Um, who else is in the Elite Eight right now? All right, so we got Michigan State. Or like, let's like, let's just say, like, how many how many guys are going? How many by guys? the time we, but by the time this is up and and everything, we'll be in the, we'll be Final Four. So I'm like, okay, let's break this down real quick. So if because this comes out Monday, yeah, so, so we'll definitely yeah, be, be ready for Final Four. Yeah. Um, U of H. Let's. How many guys in, on U of H's team are going to the NBA? Corey Davis is the main person I can think of. One yeah. guy, right? Corey Davis. How many guys at? Um, and and I'm just going off the top of my head from the ones that I know that are in the tournament, right? How many guys from Virginia are going to the NBA? <laughs> I don't even trust. I don't trust Virginia in the ACC. Probably none. The, you mean I don't trust him in the NBA? So probably none. Probably probably one. And how many guys from? Name. How many guys from Kentucky's team are going to the NBA? Probably two. PJ Washington is definitely the main one I know. Two. Okay, one, maybe two. How many guys are going to the NBA from Duke? Three, maybe? Three, four, I probably. Know Barrett, um, I know Zion. Barrett, Zion, Cam, I'm Fringe, Trey Jones. Next too. year, how many of them are going to the league? I know three of them are definitely leaving. Three are definitely. Okay, I don't know about Trey Jones. so now we got one team with three. Yeah. Um, How many guys from Gonzaga are going? One, Rui Hachimura. How many guys from. Uh, oh, no, they keep the, the, the seven footer they got to. So that's two people. Maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, Central Florida, uh, the the tall. What's oh, the Taco dude? Fall, yeah, Taco, Taco Fall, Taco, yeah, definitely. Taco he's Julia. seven foot six, yeah. right? He's gonna probably gonna yeah. he's gonna at least get a look, right? Yeah, he's gonna look. Um, but what I'm saying is that every school, although they might be good college basketball teams, and they have one yeah. guy that will probably go to the NBA. Yeah, and for Michigan State, for example, a couple of their guys that might go are injured, and the one guy that they do have that I do know yeah. is going is the point guard. There's 29 teams in the NBA, right? Only 29 of these players are actually going to get drafted in the first round. The second round pick means you probably won't make the team. So what I'm saying is that Zion Williamson is playing against decent college basketball players, Mm -hmm. but he's still the quality of a second-year player in the NBA. So you're playing against a bunch of, like, like, bro, 
let's say uh, let's say Providence or something like that. Yeah. Providence is a team full of guys that probably will never make the NBA. Most of the time they are. Butler was one of those they had with uh, Gordon, uh, Hayward. Gordon Hayward. That was it, and, right? Uh, like, yeah, they got some guys though. But still, I think I, that, your, I see your point. Like he's 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 doing things that we already knew he was going to do. Yeah, yeah. And and to me, and and that's not to take anything away from the kids that that are playing in college and they and they might and they they're good basketball players. A mm-hmm. lot of these guys might go overseas and play ball. Some of these guys may never, some of these guys that you mentioned just mm-hmm. now may never see the court on an NBA team. Mm, nah, probably not until like even late in the season after they do or like at G all. league call-ups. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we thought Emmanuel Moutier was amazing. And at one time, one year, he was the worst point guard in the league. He had to go and just like mm-hmm. he had to really, really, really work to get to where we. And then you know, on, and on the other hand, you got a guy like a Draymond Green who got drafted in the second round, mm-hmm. almost didn't make the team. Yeah, and he's Draymond Green now. And he's Draymond. You got Isaiah Thomas, who was the last pick in the draft, but also Draymond shoes with a backpack on at all times. I can't get that image out of my head. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but like, yeah, but yeah, speaking but, of it, you know, he was the last, he was the last pick, second round, sixty, yes. number sixty. Yeah, but I don't. Um, I've never been as intrigued about, like, I've always thought UNC had a great program. Mm -hmm. I've always thought Duke had a great program. I never really picked sides on that because I was never really that big of a a college basketball fan. I did. I picked Duke when I was a kid. Okay. I'll take that. Um... I've always thought Kentucky had a had a uh, yeah. great program. Yeah. I always thought that always got a good program. I always yeah. thought Michigan State was um, scrappy and solid. Always solid. I thought, um, like I, you know, like I I respect it. Mm-hmm. Like I respect certain programs, and yeah. I get it. I just don't find it. And like I'm never gonna watch Indiana play basketball. Yeah. I never want to see that. I never want to watch Virginia play basketball in my life. Or, Trust or, me. Do you understand? I know you don't. I know you don't follow college ball, but do you understand how many jokes I got off last year when they lost to UNC? When they lost to um, when they lost as a as the overall yeah. number one seed yeah. to the sixty four team in the mm-hmm. goddamn mm-hmm. tournament. Mm-hmm. Do you realize how hard I laughed? Yeah. Oh, I laughed. Yeah. It was it was such a joyous time. Why? Because at least I knew. <laughs> At least I knew the most embarrassing thing about the tournament that year was not going to be Duke out in the first weekend again. Yeah. I knew that was going to be good. <laughs> oh, by right. the way, Rick Barnes, for everybody that said Rick Barnes was going to take his team to the Final Four or even play in the National Championship game, I'm going to remind you of something. In 2007, Rick Barnes walked into Big 12 Media Day and said he had the best player in the country. Who was the best player he had? Kevin Durant. Kevin mm-hmm. Durant was probably six foot ten. Had handle, could shoot three, and was literally the scariest damn thing I'd ever seen at UT. And I'm talking even now they had TJ Ford a few years back, right? Yep. Kevin Durant is the first freshman to ever win National Player of the Year. Yep. Rick Barnes couldn't get Kevin Durant out the first weekend of the tournament. They lost to USC and OJ Mayo. I felt a way, all right? Because I was really for the University of Texas. Mayonnaise. They lost to Orange Juice Mayonnaise. Yes. <laughs> OJ Mayo was good, but he they, was lost good in college. Or- they lost yeah. the orange juice mayonnaise. Yes. Rick Barnes, for all his going taking teams to the NCAA tournament, has been out in the first or second round eleven times. Damn. The only time he went to a final four was in 2003 with TJ Ford running point. By far, still one of my favorite UT teams ever. The time he got to the Elite Eight was 2006. With LaMarcus Aldridge, Tyus, and Tyus Thomas, and Big Baby Davis, and LSU said, nah. 
Rick yeah. Barnes does this to y'all every single year, <laughs> and you fall for it like a Jodeci record. <laughs> Stop it. I mean, Jodeci's dope, though. You they are dope, but you about to say, look, bro, I, look, I about to say, do you know how many ooh-yeahs you hit when the Jodeci come on? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You fall for it because you need well, to get wrapped into it. Well, I, I mean, like I said, I, I can't get into it. I don't want to watch a 58-56 game. Um, Damn I don't want to. Well, Jack, what we really need to know, man, since you are, uh, are a college athlete, we need to know if the NCAA commercial is uh, accurate <laughs> in terms of college athletics and the life of a college athlete in school. It's hella trash. That, 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 <laughs> first of all, NCAA might be, might have one of the worst marketing <laughs> groups of all time like that was your life like that when you played i don't even know what he was doing waking up working running and then <laughs> going to class and then hanging out in the field in, in the courtyard it was, it was stupid man and what you know what's cringeworthy about it is that they do this and they don't like they know they know they should be paying these players yeah and they do that shit and they um they think that it's like some type of a, um, I really feel like they do that in response to what people are saying. Yeah, no, they mm-hmm. definitely are. And yeah. when you, when you, like that co- particular commercial doesn't help your cause because nah. let's say it is uh, accurate. That means you're waking up. Uh, when he woke up in that commercial, I, I'm looking at all this shit. When he woke up in that commercial, it was still nighttime, which means it's like 4:30 mm-hmm. in the morning <laughs> mm-hmm. to go get a workout in. You leave your workout, you go to class. You go to class, you go to more class. You go to lunch, and then you go to more class. You go to your meetings, you have practice. You go to study hall, you do your work. You get home at night and go to sleep, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say that's from 4.30 to 8 every single day. And he did that with a smile on his face. Yeah. He woke that's up a happy. 16, that's that's yeah, a 15 and a half happy. hour day. If you did 15 and a half hours a day in college for a week, let's say it's, let's say it's 15. What's 15 times five? 75 hours. Yeah. It's 75 hours. Then that's not even including the fact that you might have to play a game that weekend. Mm-hmm. It's 75 hours. Let's say the game is two, three hours long. Let's let's round this up. You're getting 80 hours of work in a week. Right. You got Sunday off maybe. And you still got to go to a meeting on Sundays. Because mm-hmm. in football, that's what you have to do. Yeah, because you got to go over what happened Saturday. No, 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 no. They don't do it on Saturday because you got to go over what happened. They do it on Saturday because they want to make sure you don't get drunk oh, Sunday. the night before. Yeah. So Saturday night, the, the game is over. And then to make sure that you don't go out and party too long, they schedule an 11 o'clock um Workout to get soreness out and get the get the treatment and stuff like that. Not two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, eleven o'clock in the morning. Um, and if you really hurt earlier, and then they do three hours of film, just to make sure that you're just not screwing up all the time, right? They don't do that because they want to watch the film because you're never going to play that team again for the rest of the season. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like none of that matters. Like they're going to just tell you, you was fucking up on this play. You was trash on this play. This is a good play here. These were good plays here. Boom. We lost. Let's go. Or who, Hey, we won. Let's go. The games that we watched. 
We beat a team. We beat uh, Central Florida one year, 58 to 11. Damn. We watched film. Film session was so quick. We didn't do nothing wrong. There was nothing to coach. There was nothing to coach. 58 to 11? Yeah. What are we talking about? What are we even here for? They did score. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Late. <laughs> oh, so our kicker, our kicker broke the record for the well, uh, tied the record for the longest field goal in hit NCAA history. He kicked it sixty-two yards. Damn. At halftime, like right, right at halftime. Damn. We were on our own forty-eight yard line. No, what is it? Our own. We were on their forty-five yard line. Yeah. You back it up when you when you kick it. You're kicking at the on your own forty-eight. Back, yeah. And then you add the ten. So, it was halftime. There was three seconds left like before the half. We were up like 21 to nothing or something like that. Coach called for a field goal. Our kicker, who was up for a Lou Groza Award that year, didn't even have an ACL mm. in his kicking leg. Damn. He kicked a 62-yard field goal and made it and had some room left. Mm. This same guy, I used to watch him kick 70-yard field goals at, at practice right, and at warm-ups. And we ran on the field like we won the game by one point. We had a whole nother half left. We had a whole nother half left. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. At halftime, we was just in there not talking about anything. Like, I don't remember any conversation we had during that game about, like, how to get, keep going. I think they were probably like, yeah, if we can get this, if we can just line up in this again, we'll get this open, we'll get that open. Going back to the commercial. The mere fact that you had to pay the kid to be in the commercial, mm-hmm. but you can't pay a kid to actually like, you could have done that same commercial yeah. with Zion. Could have. Could have. Instead, what are they doing with Zion? They got Zion Cam. Mm-hmm. A camera that's just going to follow Zion Williamson <laughs> around <laughs> so that your ratings can go up, so that money can generate, mm-hmm. and that the NCAA can make another billion or two off of this and then not pay a single athlete. Right. If the only reason why I'm okay with Zion playing is because he's looking at it from a standpoint of this is my team and I'm going to play for my team. Mm -hmm. I hope to God he's not thinking, oh, you know, it's important to the NCAA. I hope not. Nah. But he's kind of corny. I mean, oh yeah, it's kind of corny. Look, but I'm not. I'm just saying times. the dude. I might say Zion Williamson by and far is the most electrifying player in college basketball on both ends of the floor because Lord. this dude not only this dude pulled off a 360 in game. Yeah, but they were asking, and then can and literally can cover ha, cover the same ground of say almost Usain Bolt getting from the starting block to the 40. They asked trying to Jay. block a shot. The beast. They asked Jay Billis if and Jay um Williams. Jay Williams yeah. if he was the best Duke player of all time. Hell no. Nah. He's up there. I don't even know that he's up there. But you wanna know why? Okay. You wanna know why I don't think What's he's up? I don't I wouldn't say he's up there. He didn't play long enough. He's going to the NBA next year. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a as and a one year player at Duke, he's as a one year player at Duke, he's better than Jason Tatum, and he's better than uh, Marvin Bagley in recent one year players at Duke. 
history. But all time, you can't tell me that Zion right now is better than Grant Hill in college. Yeah. You can't tell me that he's better than Christian Leighton. And Grant played all four years. He played all four. You can't tell me he's better. You can't even tell Grant me he's better than wilding. Jay Williams. Grant was wilding. For all four years? Boy, I'm, my ass would have been in the league. Like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Williams, and, and Jay Williams only played three years, but Jay um, was, like, at one point, the first player to graduate in three years at Duke. Yeah. So, that's still kind of four to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, Daniel Ewing. Yep. Um, uh, Boozer, Carlos Boozer. Boozer, Elson Brand. Elton Brand. Elton, like, I don't need a lot of guys. Elton Brand, to this day, maybe the best, like, one and done player Duke ever had. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say. I, I still feel a way about the 99 team not winning the title. What you think, though? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would say Kyrie. But, but Kyrie only played 11 games. That's though. what I'm saying. You played 11 games like, of college basketball, like, and now you're like. And he was the number one pick in the draft. Number one pick in the draft, <laughs> and he got a ring now. He do. But. Melton Brand never got a ring. Nelson Brand never got a ring. Okay. I'm talking about if you complete a full season. And like not you, only that, not only did he not only did he get the ring, yeah. but he also was a very big part of the ring. Oh yeah, one he could was. argue should have been MVP, but it, yeah, one could can, argue you can do that. All right, but if but Elton talk, Brand but was, was Elton Brand there. in 1999. Elton was, Brand was, he was he was live. one of the coldest people I le- ever right. laid eyes on because that team with him, Trajan Layden, Corey Maggette, William Avery, I was like, yo, this is now my squad. Right? But guess what though. And they lost in the national championship game to, to UConn. But guess what, though? And they ain't getting paid. Still, they not getting paid. And and on top of that, like I'm, I'm just not trying to, like I heart, I don't watch much college football either. And and football was my sport. Mm-hmm. I don't watch much college football either because it's hard for me to 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 watch a bunch of kids, a bunch of young adults. I'm gonna say. A bunch of young adults go out there and put their bodies on the line and risk being like they sell sweets at the football stadiums. You know what I'm saying? Like they rebuild football stadiums in college to build sweets if their stadium is too old. You know what I'm saying? Like Baylor yeah. just did it. Yeah. You know, um And named it after Dre McLean. Yeah. Like you, you I, I'm watching these kids. And a lot of them are really talented kids, and I, but they don't understand their power. Right. And and I, um, like it's not going to t- it. Like it would, it, I w- I was gonna say it's not gonna take one player, but it would have to. If it's gonna take one player, it has to take a child like a Zion Williamson to disrupt that. Yeah. If Zion said, Nah, I think I'm gonna go to China. Nah, I'm not gonna go to Duke. I think I'm gonna go to, but you know, and but there's something to be said about guys that want to play for Coach K. Like I think Coach K is an amazing coach. I mm-hmm. think he's great, mm-hmm. and I and a lot of the times I don't think that it's the coach's fault that these guys aren't getting paid. Like right. I don't blame the coach most of the time, except Jim Beheim. Fuck Jim Beheim. <laughs> um, like I don't. Oh, so I didn't even realize the Rockets was playing today. Oh yeah, we, who are we playing? Sacramento. I'm gonna smash them. It's gonna look cool though, because De'Aaron Fox is good. But yeah. um, and that's kind of that's kind of one of y'all's, yeah. Yeah, I like him, but like I I don't like everybody's afraid. Basketball wise, everybody's afraid because they can, because they know or feel that the talent pool mm-hmm. that they get to play for, and they dangle that Final Four shit in front of your face in college basketball, but. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and in the NFL, there's football, there's no place for these kids to go. You can't come out of high school and go to Canada. You can't go um, come out of high school and go to Europe and play that. Like that. Have you ever seen football? European football? I like have. the 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 actual American football in Europe? Yeah. That shit is trash. Yeah. Like it's a like I know some guys that played over there and they weren't trash, but the guys they played with were trash. Yeah. Like guys that were at best mm. on a it wouldn't have started on my high school team. Damn. Like guys over there wouldn't have started on my high school team. There's no possible way. Yeah. My high school team was hell no. Like there's there's schools here that couldn't have players couldn't have started on a high school team. And they were the best player on their team. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like there's no place for a football player to go. Baseball True. players can go to minor leagues. Yeah. Um even volleyball players, if they feel, you know, froggy enough, they go over to Overseas. Europe and they go play. Yeah. But there's not a lot of money in volleyball anyway. You just got to love volleyball to be playing and make a lot of money on sponsorships. Yeah. I but, had a um, um, uh, high school classmate of mine. She played college volleyball, and then she went straight to Europe because there wasn't a pro league here. Um, but to, to go off your point about talking about Coach K, uh, tomorrow, uh, you know, this will air on Monday, but they – Duke is playing Michigan State in the in the Elite Eight in the East Region. Michigan State is going to beat them. I hope to God they don't. As I, a as a Duke fan, I hope to God they don't. But Duke has been tripping. Be, you want to know why I think they're going to beat them? Are you saying it's because Tom is like going to yell at somebody in the face like if they, you don't do this right, you're going to... No, because Duke can't shoot. God dang it. They can't shoot. Yeah, they can't shoot. I know enough of that. I yeah. know enough about the game to know that they can't shoot. No, they... Look... Duke has had flashes of the being able to shoot the yeah, ball. Yeah, but make them make them hit them shots in the last minute of the game. When 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 it's not just a regular season game, oh, no, it's, no, no. it's the no, Elite the, Eight on no, the no, line, or not, Final Four. They're line. definitely not playing uh you know what I'm saying get the, they're, not, they're not playing like, yo, let's let me get a ball to RJ Barrett to get this three. You know what they're playing? Get the ball to Zion and yeah. and, and let him go to work. Yeah. I so, mean, I think it's just too many close calls. I don't think they can survive that. But um, for the sake of my for the sake of my stress levels, like, bro, no, I'm I, I can't I can't watch Duke go through another last. Let's say let the other team have the last shot, and if they go if they gonna tie you, beat you, or any of the in between. I, can't. I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll. See. I, I think uh, uh, it might be a well coached game because it's Tom Izzo and yeah. Have you coach ever had K. a coach like like legit like just kind of scream at you and think like that's a positive form of reinforcement? What? Let me say something. High school, yeah. College is a different beast, dog. College is like college is one of them places where they like, what you gonna do? Call your mom? Mm-hmm. Like, there are some things that college coaches will tell you, like. People think that Coach K is just his mild mannered. Oh no, no, no! They no. Nah, I think Duke does a great job of making sure you don't see that on TV. Well, yeah. What? But what, everywhere else, oh no. Nah. Coach K does a great job of making sure that all the cussing he got to do mm-hmm. only happens in the locker room and at practice. Yeah. Um. Because the only only cussing you get like on camera is at the refs. Yeah, or if a player is just really doing some stupid shit. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, like that—that that ain't gonna change at no level, I don't think. Like that's when you got a kid, when you got a guy that's eighteen years old, 
He's away from home. Mm-hmm. And your parents trust you with their kid. Right. It don't matter how you grew up. If you grew up in a place that didn't yell and didn't scream and all that stuff, guess what? You're going to get yelled at by a coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a, it's just a, a thing. Like, do I think sometimes it gets taken overboard and taken um, too it, – it gets too crazy? Probably, yeah. There's some there's some ways that, like, I think that, like, when a coach put their hands on you, mm-hmm. you got to um, – that's a time where, you know, something got to give because you're not just going to be putting your hands on me. Um, depending on what's said also is a, is, um, but I mean, I play on teams where coaches straight up yell at you and, and, um, call you a pussy, you know, or they'll, you, uh, you gonna get MF till the practice is over with. Right. Like it's not a, it's not a new that's not a new phenomenon. That's like a um Do I think it's right? I mean, I don't know. Like I think I think some guys take coaching differently. So um I'm not a guy that needed to necessarily be yelled at, even though they was gonna do it anyway. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to be yelled at. But I knew players that needed it though. <laughs> Like, I definitely knew players that needed it. But then I also knew players that, athletes that were, like, knuckleheads, too. And they didn't listen to anybody. But yelling at them wasn't going to help either because then they really wasn't going to, you know, they, they was trying to fight back. Right. But um, when they, when you talk to them and you try to level with them, they don't understand. Like that's something that's different for them. It's like, yeah, you can yell at me all day. Like I get yelled at all the time. <laughs> that ain't gonna make me want to play for you. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, I I just trust that Izzo knows better. You know what I mean? I I would think that he would know better or know well enough to like know which buttons to push with his team. But it's kind of hard to figure out which buttons to push with your team when these guys are trying to leave in a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you trying to leave in in a year, then you know I don't know if it I don't know if it's gonna be a year within a year for me to know how to how me and you respond to each right. other. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like if we're working as coworkers, right? Like if we coworkers, I don't know how to approach you within the first six months of us being there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to approach, like, if I should wait till you have your coffee or should wait right. till you. Because basically, like, being in college, it's a six-month relationship. You are there from the yeah. moment you sign your LOI mm-hmm. and the moment you you first arrive on campus, you go through practice, do all that. Because Duke, I want to say, they started practices September, right? Regular season for them. Yeah, they, so, like, I mean, October, they, November. They practice when school start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the moment, it's a, it's a wrap. March, either during the tournament or April when the tournament's over. And mm-hmm. either you cutting down the nets or you walking out in shame. Mm-hmm. And after that, you are legit. You have your exit interview. Mm-hmm. I legit kissed the mic. I just realized that. I was like, I think I got too close. Um, <laughs> I said, like, you have your exit interview, and then boom, you, and you're you in that awkward process of saying, yo, am I going to the league or am I coming back for this? 
And nine yeah. times out of ten, with this in this current age, before they want before they get rid of the um the one and done rule, they're gonna tell you, yo, thank you, Duke, for a, a lovely um time. I'll never forget this experience for as long as I live. Coach K is the greatest, blah, 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 blah. I'm taking my talents to the NBA. Shout out to Adam Silver for implementing the rule that allows guys, I don't know if that starts next year or whatever, um, allowing guys to go to the G League. Oh, straight out. Yeah. Um, I hope that every player, every top-tier player Mm -hmm. that's good enough to come out of high school takes that, that role. Because what I heard from Jim Beheim the other day was trash. Did you hear that? I stopped paying. Like, look, he said, "I'm still, I'm still of the belief that I should have never paid attention to Jim Beheim when he legit was like, so yeah, I mean, I must say I was driving down the road one night. I think it was like, after, like this is before the Duke game too." Uh, no, he was yeah, oh, yeah, when he got into the accident. Game. Yeah, he got into the accident. Killed he, hit, he killed that person. And I was like, and I think I may have jumped to an early conclusion talking about like, yo, Jim Beheim killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, I was like, wait, this really happened? And yeah. they're gonna just chalk it up to being like, you know, Jim was doing the right thing. The guy actually wandered out in the road. I'm like, okay, that's fascinating. Jim Beheim's old ass said, um. I don't think we should ever pay players. They can keep their food money. Oh, no, fuck him. For that one, fuck him. And then he said, uh, um, some about what he earns and um, not feeling bad about what he, like, okay. I want people to understand that, like, I'm again. I'm never mad at the coaches for getting what they want. Mm-hmm. You coach a program, yeah, but also they win. True, you get paid. True, anytime so, you get a job, yeah, that's you also should you, should, you should definitely get paid. I also find it a little bit strange that sometimes the highest the highest state employee, yeah, it's always the is basketball, basketball coach, basketball football coach, coach. Your football coach. Yeah. I find that to be a little bit awkward, especially considering that the people who actually give you the opportunity to even earn that money, yeah, earned next to nothing. When you get paid under more the than guys the governor, of a scholarship, you get paid more than the governor. Yeah, and um, technically the most powerful person in the state. Yeah, I mean we, we got Nick Saban running around here. He got an island. He's got a, car, a house paid off by the school. The school paid the house off, mm-hmm. not him. Um, he running around here in the bins. He got an agent. He yeah. got all this stuff like. When I see that and I look at all these kids that, let's, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. We know for those that, for those that aren't aware of the, the business of college sports, there are only two ge- revenue generating sports at every school. Those two sport, sports are basketball and football. Mm-hmm. Baseball does not generate revenue. Right. They don't even have a stadium big enough to to generate any right. type well, of or or you have that or you have that one school like Kentucky like not Kentucky because Kentucky makes money because they had a good football team this year too. Mm-hmm. The squad, the school that I think that this D one and it made majority money on basketball, UConn. Absolutely. So, but again, 
basketball and football are the two revenue generating sports. Yes. They are not um um at Rice as good as Rice's baseball team has been forever. Has been for years. Yeah. They don't revenue they don't generate revenue. Um in fact, the facilities that they have are brought to you mostly by the money that they make and the other athletic programs even though they're terrible at other athletics um mm-hmm. and, and all the other athletics yeah and as like a, and and i think there's the reason why that is is because you know athletics especially with big money donors and big money boosters like that is their way of being big man on campus again right like if you can throw money to put yourself like on a building yeah like yeah, absolutely like if i'm a kid and i'm going to college and i look and and i say oh snap this is the andre young school of communications my brain's like, oh shit! This is the Dr. Dre School of Communications. Yeah. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a uh, um, the the business of. Would you ever want a building named after you? Like, it's like sidebar. Like what? Um, like what? I wouldn't inanimate object would you want named after you? Um, well, my dad has a bridge named after him, and we have the same name. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind it. Like I. You know, I don't think I would ask for it. Yeah. I don't think I would be like, because my dad didn't ask for it either. But like, I think if I were to donate to a, a program in school, like, I would probably want to just give that money because I want to give it. Mm-hmm. And then if they say, "Look, we're going to name it after you," I'm, you know, I don't really know how to respond to that. But I yeah. would, I would, you know, I would be grateful for it. Like, I would, I would really appreciate that. Right. Um, so if they change the name of the baby doll to the Jack Freeman Arena. I, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. Do you, hey, you want know, your own day in Houston? Ah, uh, not until I actually do something for it. I mean, you could argue several. And on top of that, let's just be honest. My day would be my birthday. Okay. It wouldn't be none of these like regular. Nah, no. my birthday, my day would be November eighth. You know, I you know, Ryan, I had to literally educate people on how to get a day in the city. Yeah, because my mom has a day, but the reason why she has a day. Is because she worked for the city of Houston as a secretary in health and human services for 25 years. Mm-hmm. So the day she retired, she was given that day. You just got to fill out a form. Huh? Yes. That's it. All you have to do is fill out a form and write an essay. And underneath the guise of that essay, you have to list the reasons why, why you, think think you think you should, should get a day. Today. So Cardi B got a day because she put on for the city of Houston when... After like as Harvey was going on, she sent out a sm- uh, a signal boost on Instagram to donate to um certain funds to help get aid and supplies here. Uh-huh. Meek so Mill, what did, Meek what Mill, did, huh? What did K Michelle do to get the day? <laughs> um, in internet speak, file not found. I have no idea. Okay, I I I, I, have, don't, I don't like Jennings have a day too. <laughs> Okay, wait know. a damn minute. Wait, wait, wait. I don't, I don't wait know about a, that. Wait I don't a know damn about that minute. One. I know. I look, Meek has a day for his work in criminal justice reform. Hell, Atlanta just gave Meek a day in the city of Atlanta. In the city, and it's key to the city. Yeah. So, for everybody, that, I mean, look, for everybody that got bent out of shape about it, I mean, thank you for the content. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are much bigger issues going on. I think giving out days in the city of Houston to people that aren't from here gives off the image that we're a friendly ass city which we are mm. we're hella friendly Drake got a day he didn't even do hot last week last year <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even do hot last year nah he did but nah, he I mean did. I don't know I, I I wouldn't mind it like I would 
I, I like I said, I don't know if I'd ask for it. Yeah. Um, but the reason why it would mean a lot to me is because it's not just my name; it's my dad's name. So, like, right. I would like to you see got blood on it in a sense. Yeah, like I would, I would love to see his name up there. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. So. Very true. Um, I I don't know. I would I would definitely go about it in that aspect of things. But like, even when you talk about like these colleges having they, like Peyton Manning got like I think his name is on like the athletic student center or something like that. Mm. Um, at, I think it was like a three million dollar donation. Some some crazy like that it was years ago. But um, you know. When it comes down to like generating revenue, when you generate revenue, like these these schools generate enough revenue to coat to to pay everyone, yeah, on the <laughs> to pay everybody on the yeah. on the athletic scholarship. Some must say some of these uh, colleges have like literally like GDP. Well, people are always talking about how, well, you know, some schools ain't got as much money as the other school, so everybody gonna end up going to Alabama instead of going to PV. Well, fam. If you're not going to, good enough to go to Alabama, guess who's not coming to recruit you? Alabama. Mm. Like that's never going to change. You know what I'm saying? Like if and and yeah, there's small market teams and large market teams in every in every um professional sport. For every for every um LA Lakers, there's a Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. If you can't afford the player, then you're not going to get the player. That's why there's no way we were ever going to see, back when LeBron was on the decision or whatever, we were never going to see LeBron play for the Nets. We were never going to watch that. The New Jersey Nets, that was never going to happen. Nah. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's always, like, it was bad enough he was on, on in Cleveland. You got large market teams and small market teams. In college, it's the same thing. You're going to have a Bama in the, in, the, um, in the NCAA. You're going to have a Clemson. You're gonna have a UT. You're gonna have a um, uh, a Notre Dame, but then you gonna also have an Old Dominion, and you're gonna have a UTEP, and you're gonna have a um, UTSA. Mm-hmm. I don't mean they still shouldn't get paid. Like, yeah, you might not get paid as much as the guys at, you know, at Clemson, but you're also not that damn good. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you're not you're not that good. Right. Like, nobody's telling us that um, that. Uh, Brian Scalabrini was supposed to get paid as much as as LeBron, LeBron was. Mm-hmm. He's still getting paid, but it's like, bro, like you don't even do half the shit LeBron does. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If I'm the top, if I'm a Heisman candidate, yes, I should get paid more than the um than the guy riding the bench at Appalachian State. Right. I absolutely should get paid more than that because you watching the game because because I'm here, not because the guy on the bench. So, you're not even watching. The, you're not even here to watch the coach. But that's the problem with, and that comes with the pay debate because there's no real way to quantify who is responsible for bringing. Like we can see it. Here's what. But here's how you can remedy that. For example, the WNBA players look at LeBron James' contract and say, "No, why don't we get something like that?" But clearly, and then, and but then LeBron James will say, "You're right. Why don't you get that much? Let's figure it out." Let's figure out why they get paid thirty five thousand dollars a year, and um, and I'm running up here getting Ryan get paid twenty million. We like I deserve my twenty, 
but they also deserve more than thirty five thousand. Yeah. So that's a that's a like even even if you can use you can use NBA funds to pay WNBA players. Yeah. You can. You just don't want to. Yeah. Right. The NCAA. I've always had a formula for this. It's not a foolproof formula. There's probably a few holes in it that can be that can be adjusted. Y'all want to hit? Here you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So everybody says in the in the NCAA, it is about um, education, right? If that's the case, a the guys that are good enough to play in the NFL aren't leaving in three years if it's about education. Right. If it's about education, the guys in basketball and basketball aren't withdrawing from their classes after the fall semester is over with and not going to class at all the second semester and just playing basketball. Because all you have to do is pass, you need two Ds your freshman year to be able to play in January. That's all you need. Two Ds. You need a 2.0 to play the next year if you're planning to be there the next year, right? So, okay, cool. If you want it to be about education, here's how we do that. I recruit a guy, I recruit Brandon Caldwell to come to um, Clemson to play football. <laughs> Top running back in the country, you are – um, you're going to take us to the promised land. We got you here for three years because you can't come to the NFL unless you're three years out of high school, right? We come in and we say, look, you got an opportunity to make the NFL. The only thing, literally the only thing you don't, only thing you got to do is um, don't get hurt yeah, and don't rape nobody. Those are the only two things that players like that have to do. Zion Williamson. Is that a Baylor mandate or is that just a zero cause football mandate? <laughs> Baylor man, Baylor don't have no mandate. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like that is a, I got another theory on Baylor, but all Zion Williamson has to do is not rape nobody for five months. He playing kind of dirty right now though. Getting, he's getting caught slipping a he lot. He ain't caught slipping on the, on the on Snapchat, but that's like corny stuff. That's like yeah. again, that's just like you getting caught, you know, being stupid. Again, right? Zion Williamson to me looks like um, RG three. He looks like RG three. Yes, yeah. no, he is, but he, he looks is. like Wedge from uh, Class Act. He does, and he acts <laughs> like Tay Diggs from The Best Man. He does. Like you he put does. those two things together. <laughs> By the way, I'm gonna say two things, Ryan. Quick, what's the first? I'm gonna say if you were to name anything after you, what would you want it to be? Any object? Yes, any object. Shoot, I don't know. I do want my own day, but okay. I know since it's simple now, I guess I could actually do that. True. But uh, anything? Um, hmm. A uh, a college building. I okay, guess. you want you want like Dr. Yeah, Dre. I'll take like U of H. They got a uh, all this J. Jack Valenti School of Communications. Yeah, I would yeah, take yeah. something like that. Yeah, I I, I would want to hijack uh. Mr. Valenti's name off that building. Yeah. Because I went, because I must like you went there. I'm like, yeah, let me get that name. I want that name. Look, <laughs> if Tillman can get his own fucking basketball yes. stadium, I can get that damn name. Yeah. Secondly, you really want to power rank the races? Yeah. Well, you what? gotta, the, the context of the the conversation was, okay, to, to uh, rewind where this came from, uh-huh. I, I do a podcast called Gems and Juice. Yes. This podcast is with uh, Edward, we call Figgy. He Figgy is a pre- Fig. Figgy Fig. He Didn't is a pre- I must say, uh, Freddie gave him that nickname, huh? 
Uh, I don't no. He actually got this from Cleveland. Oh yeah. It, oh it, oh, it came from both of us. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, something like that. He was this. This we're getting way into his past, but <laughs> basically, he called himself Jose Figueroa because he was a rapper in Cleveland. And people just did this back in the day. They came up with, like, you know, gangster-sounding names. But then he came to Houston, and people thought he was Mexican or something <laughs> because he called himself Jose. So he just changed it to Figueroa. First of all, and then Jose we Figueroa just shorted it sounds to- like um, the janitor at <laughs> my school. Just want to let you know that. Too. Look, Mr. man. He, Mr. Figueroa, we have a, he, uh, say, a kid threw up in a locker. Can you please help out? <laughs> We were all young, man. But uh, so he he changed it to Figarola, but then we just call him Figgy for sure. So he's yeah. Figgy now, yeah. whatever. But uh, back to the podcast. I also do it with Jasmine. We talked about Jasmine in our hot takes about Pink and Beyonce. Yep. But anyway, so what happened during this uh, pre-show before our podcast, uh, we have a Facebook Live and we're talking about things. The Power Rank the Races came up how basically we're talking about the most beautiful women I forget how it came up, but we were talking about the most beautiful women you are attracted to. Now, full disclosure, we both chose black number one. (laughs) Okay. We didn't, nobody chose white or anything else. Reason why why I brought this up is because I saw this uh, article in some, I forget what magazine it was, talking about how. Like your melanin has electricity in it, yeah. and scientists want to harvest it. I'm like, see, another reason why black Wait, people are superheroes. How do we yeah. get here? How do we get? He, I, I, I guess mean, he saw me on Twitter and saw I had a. Uh, 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 it shit was a that, question that yeah, somebody, piqued my interest. Yeah. I was like, "Wait a minute! How the hell?" I wasn't. I wasn't ranking like which race is superior. Because I was be, saying, hey, which, look, that, that, "Look, that's a late segue from Daniel Caesar." If you were to take his <laughs> yeah, but I would still put black number one for that All anyway. Right, cool. But cool. it was the the which races have the finest looking women to us? Yeah, and yeah, so we we went about it like that. All right, I got you. Cool. That's I just wanted to know. That's, that's all, all good, right. man. That's, that's all good. good. Okay. Yeah, I missed that whole thing. I I missed that whole. I missed that whole thing on there. How did we get there though? We got there from discussing. What's it? Because we're discussing cosplayers and we're discussing Zion as a joke. Oh, being cute. Okay. Zion looks because we're saying Zion looks like I say he looks like Wes mutated. Yeah. And and we also discussed like how you can't. how you can't get caught slipping being a professional athlete. And that's all you got to do when you get to collegiate athlete at college. But then you said something about. Then we said like Baylor. Has a whole different regiment. Yeah. And you were going on, and that's the one you were setting up for. Yeah. So, what I was saying was, in order to, in order to pay a player, this is how, this is how it can't work. Right? Mm-hmm. If you're an RA at a school, or like, the whatever dorm attendant there is that, that gets paid. Yeah. Probably get paid like twenty eight thousand a year, right? Mm-hmm. You pay twenty eight thousand a year, but you also have no bills because you live in the building, right? There's no. You might have to pay your phone bill. You have to pay lights. You don't have to pay utilities. None of that shit. Got to get groceries maybe once or twice a week. I mean, uh, once or twice a, a month. You know, whatever. So, but that's a random regular student. A regular player can't do that, right? Yeah, it's not a thing. So I could tell Brandon. I say, look. Brandon, in three years, you're going to go to the NFL. But this is what we're going to do. We know you didn't come here to play. We know you didn't come here to major in fucking uh, criminal justice. We know you didn't major, come here to major in, you know, communications. So here's what we're going to do. Every semester, we're going to pay you. Every every semester, we're going to pay you 
30 a year. That money comes from our $200 million Nike deal. Okay. You get paid 30000 a year, 30000 a semester. Mm-hmm. It costs 60000 a year to go to these schools a lot of times, right? Right. So you're on your schedule. Very true. You, 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 you're on scholarship, but you also get 30 a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, 30 a semester, right? If it's about education, we're definitely going to educate you. You get 30 a year. You also get the opportunity to profit off of your likeness. Um, you can go sign autographs or however much money you want to do. You can go do all of this stuff. We'll designate those times for you because you still got to do your work. Still got to do your homework, all that kind of stuff. Here's how we f- loop education back in. You're not here, again, you're not here to be a rocket scientist. So we are going to do this. If you know that the NFL is what you want to do and you are the guy that's going to to make it to the NFL and we know you're going to make it to the NFL. Educate you in being a pro athlete. Right. Yes. That's Aaron gonna, Foster's idea too. Yeah. Well, majoring, um, majoring in your sport, right? Yeah. But I took it even to a more specific level. We're just going to show you how to work with your money. Yeah. Not worried about, because they already do like media training. They already do that with those players because they, they got to go to media day. They got to go to NCAA championships and all that kind of stuff. They always, they already do that. So, we say, look, you want your money? You got to go to this financial literacy class every week. Every time you miss a class, we dock your pay. If you want that full 30, because what's that? If you go for three years, that's six semesters. 30 times six is $180,000, right? You're not going to get all of that because you, you know, you're going to have to eat and do all that kind of stuff, but it's $180,000 you make in over three years, right? Right. But we're going to take taxes. We're going to take a little bit of taxes out, hmm. and we're going to show you how to pay your taxes, how to file your taxes, what to do with your money. If you want, we got a program here that'll teach you how to invest in a in CDs or, or you know, whatever things that you want to do if if um if you know the stock market is what you want to invest in we, we got stuff for that we got programs over here that say okay you want to get into the restaurant business we're going to teach you how to run a restaurant so that you don't open up a restaurant and it closes in three months like they always do um you want to open um you you want to you want to you rap you got niggas that rap? Okay, cool. You want to learn how to open a um, a record company or whatever? We're going to take you to the the, the Dr. Dre school of, of music. And we're going to teach you all of that kind of stuff so that you know not to throw your money into some bullshit. Buy a studio that ain't got no mics in it or something crazy like that. We're going to show you whatever your interests are. We're going to talk about them now so that you know where to invest. And if it's really what you want, we're going to make sure that you invest that. So instead of going and buying uh, $500 TVs all the time, like. That's not expensive. It, it can be until, okay. So um, case in point. <laughs> no, no, no. Case in point. TV no, no, no. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Case in point. When Arian got drafted, well, Arian got 
picked up as a free agent. His um his financial advisor called him and got on his ass for spending money, right? Yeah. You know how much he spent? $37 at Applebee's. And his financial manager got mad at that? Yes. Yes. It was because, after because, Aaron was in the because league. Because you haven't made the team yet. Oh, okay. Fair you, you You got like five grand. I'm managing five grand of your money. Okay. You don't need to spend. That's what I'm saying right now. I get you. Like out of $30,000. Yeah. Like if you make $30,000 a year, I probably don't need to be running around in a brand new car. Not right now. I feel not, not a Benz. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't need a 65 inch TV in my room if I'm making 35,000 a year and I'm and I'm living in a dorm. Yeah. I don't need that. That's what that's what I'm saying. Not necessarily whether or not $500 is a lot of money or whatever, but if I'm making $30,000 a semester, there are things that you can invest that shit in because you can buy all the 65 inch TVs you want in 3 years. Yeah. But if you don't learn how to deal with your money now, because what we're dealing with is the two revenue generating sports are basketball and football, right? Mm-hmm. Who are those um, are those two sports dominated by? Black kids from the inner city that ain't got no money. So, and you see it in rap every day. You see um, the the moment these niggas get money, they go buy a chain, a ridiculous chain, and the chain costs a lot of money, and the diamonds right ain't now. even real. You got a chain on right now, by the way. Yeah, it's a crystal. <laughs> and the gold and 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 it's gold plated. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. but it's like, but they go and buy a, they go and buy a fifty thousand dollar chain mm-hmm. with their with their um, record advance. They even go spend that on spit studio time. They go buy a car with that shit. They go buy a chain. They go buy a house with that shit. Then they. When the money runs out, they don't know how to maintain it. They can't maintain it. They don't pay the bills on it. They get it repoed, and then and then we laughing at them about being broke, right? Mm-hmm. But but the players do that shit when they get to the NFL too. They go to school for three years in the NFL, um, and then go to the NFL, and then they play, and then they maybe play long enough to get that that big contract. They get that big contract. They don't play that all the way through because they get hurt, and then in three years they're broke. In three years, they're Trent Richardson. In so the, in the AAF, because mm-hmm. because that's what it is. Like uh, Vin Baker, Vin Baker was talking to uh, Steve Harvey when he was talking about he, he went broke. Right, he had made like over eighty million dollars in his career, and he said, you know, um, I made a lot of money, but then like when people are asking, you know, and, and family members were asking for a thousand dollars, and I was making millions. Right, he's like I'm making. He's like a thousand dollars ain't a lot of money when you got that much money. Mm-hmm. When a hundred people are asking you for it, then that's that's a problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the $500 TV isn't bad until. You were the context. Yeah. Uh, yeah until you. you buy three $500 TVs and your apartment is. Yeah. This damn big. It's a two bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's, there's things. That, so what they can tell you is like, fam, what are you doing? You buying or a thousand dollar TV. Cause I know TVs are running around a thousand dollars at this yeah. point. Right. So like, like bro, you, you took this check. You took this, four thousand dollar check or whatever and you went and bought a tv and that's it and then you went and bought like you didn't go eat at the cafeteria you was just you was going to cheesecake factory what are you doing that for like you haven't even really made money yet 
So when you really make money, you don't even know how you're gonna even manage that. Because when you get five million dollars your first year, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you don't even because we're talking about kids that go to the league and they go from not having no money to making two hundred thousand dollars a week. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Adults at that. Kids that go in and become accounting majors and all that kind of stuff in college, um, they get to go do internships and learn how to do all of this kind of stuff. They, they're already ahead of the curve for a lot of these players. Yeah, these guys get a hell of a lot more money to do it if they make it, but they don't have the tools to be able to manage this shit, and nobody cares. The only thing they care about is whether or not you're going to donate back to the program so they can get a, a building named after them yeah. or a locker room named after them or something like that. So, yeah, we're going to do financial literacy. Every time you miss this class, we're going to dock your pay. You want all your money, we're going to dock your pay if you don't come to class. Because we want to educate you. We want to educate you. When you're done, you will have, I hope, have gained the knowledge to be able to, and maybe um, had the opportunity to meet some people that can help you with your money when you get out and go to the league so that you're not piss poor if you don't make it or if your knees blow out or if you're if you break your neck like you we should be able to do that because you can't tell kids that you care about them but then don't teach them shit if you look at um the university of texas football roster mm-hmm. and you look at their majors um you can there is a pattern of what they major in and if you look up the roster, and hopefully one of y'all can pull it up, look up the roster and tell me what all their uh, these people are majoring in, and then ask yourself what the fuck that is. Like, what is that major? What are we? What are we? What are you even in school for? That's not a major. Stuff that nobody. It was like um, I, I think I know the name of it. Um, youth and community studies. Ryan Rocket, what is youth and community studies off the top of your head? Something where you write an essay and get a grade at the end. And exactly. That's it. <laughs> and Brian, Brian, what is youth and community studies? Exactly what Ryan said. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Something that don't take nothing. All right. So to answer your question, uh, a wide receiver, communication and leadership. Communication and leadership. Okay, cool. What is that? Literally, hey, I'm going to I'm trying I'm going to cause be a motivational speaker. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Continue. All right. Health and society. What's that? I'm gonna learn about the I'm gonna learn about the body. I'm gonna learn about herpes. Keep going. That too. Sports management. That's one. That's one. That's That's a common one. one. Depending on if it's liberal arts or not. If it's in business, then it's a bit it's it's a real man. Mm -hmm. Physical culture and sport. That's another one I saw. Physical culture and sport. What is physical culture and sport? Anybody know that? Sport. Anybody know what the fuck that is? No. Okay, keep going. No, my, my, I'm like thinking physical culture and sport as like like fucking. Um, I mean, to be honest, like it's kind of like, like a trainer. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like a physical trainer. No, 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 no. If you're if you're trying to be a personal trainer or if you're trying to be a, an athletic trainer, you you manage. I mean, you you uh, major in kinesiology. Okay. Or exercise science. All right. There's a couple of people that's exercise right. science. Another another wire another wire receiver. Physical culture and sport. There you go. Keep going. The quarterback, aka the quarterback, yeah, marketing. Okay, youth and community studies. We have another one of those. Yeah, there you go. Business, one. Exercise science. Okay, one. Exercise science. Okay. Sports management. Uh huh. Business. Business. Sports management. Uh huh. Business. Uh huh. 
Physical culture of sports. Physical. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Human dimensions of organization. What is that? What is that? Human dimensions <laughs> and organization. What is that? Continue. Corporate communication. Mm-hmm. Corporate communication. Mm-hmm. Economics. Mm-hmm. Wait, you a DB studying economics? Ooh, boy, you're crazy. Shit. <laughs> communication mm-hmm. and leadership. Using community studies, applied movement science. Is that not kinesiology to you? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, we got okay. We have one linebacker who's absolutely bloody freaking crazy. He's a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Biochemistry and pre med. Damn. Okay. Thank you. He Finally, one. Well, he's not making it to the league. That's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably not. Come on now. Yeah. Youth and community studies, physical culture and sports, youth community studies, applied movement science. Oh, we have a DB who is a junior, civil engineering. There we go. Corporate communication. Mm hmm. Human dimensions of organizations, mm-hmm. physical culture and sport, philosophy. We have a, a linebacker, an old lineman who wants to be. A, I'm sorry, but yeah, an old lineman who wants to be a philosophy major. A man who sleeps on the floor shall never fall out of bed. That's what he. Boom. Yes. Yes. A old lineman who wants to study health and society. Yeah, health and society. Um, yeah. a yes, uh, a mechanical engineer. Mm-hmm. Use the community studies. Corporate communication, business, uh, old lineman who wants to be a studying biochemistry. Mm. Ooh, okay, communication and leadership, corporate communication, physical culture and sport, applied movement science. Point is, <laughs> the top three have been youth and community studies. Yes, health and society. Health and society, physical culture and sport. But what do y'all think it's the what 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 do you think is the solution here? Because yes, these are likely easy classes, but their workload on the field where they know they're they're putting their most effort is That's what I'm saying. they don't have the time to get into an intense class right. and pass I, it. I get it. But if the argument is always education, stop telling us that. Because it's not. The ed- it just is education is not e- is not equivalent to what you actually do on the field. Right. At yeah. There's not like you know schools the schools that you won't find that at mm-hmm. is any of the Ivy League schools. You're not gonna find that because they're not on football scholarship anyway. They don't give athletic scholarships to, to Ivy League schools. So you have to like there's guys that play at Harvard and Columbia that are pre law and pre med and all that stuff. And I'm not saying that you gotta that the only way you make a living is if you're a doctor or a lawyer. I'm saying that if if education is what you're trying to push for as to why you're not paying a player, mm-hmm. actually give them an education then. We can look up we can also look up the top graduation rates in um in uh the NCAA, NCAA football, we can look that up too. So are you? And are, they ain't high. So are you suggesting that instead of letting students pick their classes, the schools should pick their classes for the students no. and say, "Look, you need to know this, so enroll in this." Yeah, but they already yeah because they already do that. Yeah, but I'm saying like basically it's up to the student. You can say, okay, I could take a BS class where I don't need to do much, or I can actually educate myself in financial literacy. They do mm-hmm. have those classes already in college. They right. choose not to take them. Right. So what can but you when do? They, but when they do that, 
when they do that, it's because they're giving them an opportunity to kind of really do what they want to do, but also they're not doing what they want to do. When you're talking to these kids about like, because I, I would really like to know in a couple of years what that civil engineering kid is, is majoring in mm-hmm. in two years. Because I also know that a lot of these a lot of these advisors will tell you to change your major. Because when it comes down to some of these classes that 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 take place on a Wednesday at five PM, you're not gonna be able to make that class. That's true. Then you need that class to uh to to graduate. So um with it's it's not like like for me, it's not about it's not about what you necessarily major in. It's about what you're actually getting out of it. If, again, if you're going to call us student athletes and education is the is the key. Yeah. Right. If education is the key, then um, then the degree, sta- then, then the GPA standard shouldn't be a half a point lower than the average student. To stay in U of H, you need a two five to be on the football team and be at the school. You need a two point oh. Shit. It, it, it doesn't make sense. No. It don't make sense at all. And and you know what they tell us? You know what they tell us when you when you're in there uh when you first get there, they say, Yeah, um, if you're a college athlete with a two point five GPA, you're more likely to get a job than a regular student with a three because your workload is bigger. You know what that also means though? If I went to A and M and played football and I wanted to go get a job and the CEO of the company went to A and M and I put on my resume that I played football at A and M between the years of two thousand eight and two thousand twelve. Yeah. Then they're gonna say. Then, then your interview is no longer about your job, uh, uh, your your ability to do the job. You're an Aggie and you play football. When I was uh, watching you guys and you guys were playing well and you play, do you know Johnny Menzel? Do you know this? Like that's all it's ever really about. Yeah. You ever get any gigs based off your UTEP days? Um, I, my uh, my next licensing uh, situation is probably going to be based on the fact that I went to school with uh, a senior producer at Showtime. Oh, okay. So like it's it's it it's uh I don't even want to call it nepotism. it's not nepotism, but it's uh it's similar to incestuous, that. Incestuous, I guess. It's we'll it's incestuous yeah. It's like it's like being a kappa and going to a job and being like, yo, the boss is a kappa. Yeah. So he's gonna look out for other capitals, especially if you're in this chapter. Right. Especially if you if you if you doing, you know, whatever. It's the same thing as you say, man, this this company's cool, but this company's owned by a black man and he understands you. So you can you can absolutely go and to this guy and talk to him and he speaks your language. So even if you don't have this job, this guy might give you a chance if you know what you're talking about and you and you're doing your thing, right? right. But like there's no like we don't even know many players. We don't know we don't know that many players out here that are doing a lot outside of commentating. Or yeah. coaching. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those are all great jobs and you right. can do your thing, but like there's like, we're not seeing a lot of diversified portfolios with these guys. I think Cam Newton just recently opened a um, a club that is a cigar lounge as well, where you can smoke in the club and you can eat in the club, all in the same place. Like, there's not like there's not many places that really do that, but they opened one in in, um, in Atlanta. I'm intrigued because I smoke cigars, but um, there's not a lot of a lot of not a white boys. They got it. Yeah, and ain't a lot of white broke athletes. Yeah, unless your name is Heath that's neither here nor there. Or Bernie Kosar. But, <laughs> but but like you but there's not a lot of those. And a lot and most of the time it's because a lot of those kids weren't broke to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Peyton Manning wasn't broke. You know what I'm saying? Like Drew yeah. Brees went to Westlake High School. If you know anything about Westlake, ain't nobody broke at Westlake. 
Yeah, shoot, I'm pretty sure Matt Stafford wasn't broke neither going to Highland Park. Not at Highland Park. Hell no, not <laughs> in Mountain Highland Park. Um, um, one of the dudes at Highland Park's grandfather is is Jerry Jones. Yeah, the son. The yeah, the the, the dude uh, that's, uh, you, that was the quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. the quarterback of uh, you know what I'm saying like. South Lake Carroll was the same way. There ain't no broke folks that go to those schools. Nate Newton's son went there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like it ain't it ain't really. And Trey was cold. In Trey high was Trey was good. Trey was very good. Trey was very good. We played in the, around the same time. Like yeah. he's a year after me. But like, but like we're not saying that same thing about uh, like Cam. I think he was middle class, right? Yeah. Cam Newton was middle class, mm-hmm. or so. Um, but we're not saying that a guy about guys like um, Julius Peppers. I don't know what his life yeah, was I like. Can't, I can't up. recall what Peps' life was before he went to North Carolina. Yeah, I don't know about you know Antonio Brown was not. Oh, <laughs> you want to talk about a story? <laughs> yeah, like that. that he wasn't balling. You uh, know shoot, what I'm saying? D Hop, D Hop, Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Um, we can go down the line. I could name you far more. Poor black players in every, in every sport. Then I can name you rich white ones that was rich when they got there, or uh, well off when they got there. Mm-hmm. Like I was one of those middle class kids. Like I could like I could do what I like. I I didn't struggle completely throughout college. Yeah, but like my parents was always like, "We got money. You ain't got no money. Yeah, now we'll help you. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like some of the kids that I knew couldn't even go back home during the holidays because there was nothing to go home to. So their their Christmas like um that's why it bothers me so much because I watched a lot of kids that that like over Christmas holiday I was at home with my family. These niggas didn't have no daddies at home. They didn't have no they mamas was working all the time. They they were eating at Luby's for Christmas. I mean, I don't know, man. Play a Luby sound rather fun. Not at Christmas. El Paso. Right. Oh, don't I know. Oh, oh, I didn't realize we were talking El Paso. Not in El Paso. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's dudes that that was from LA that that was like, nah, it it's too much. Like I might get shot going back home. Yeah. I didn't understand that until I got to college. Mm. And then I got around guys that like, like when you got to scrape up $65 for a game that your name is on. Yeah. No nigga, you're going to pay me, bro. Like there's no, there's no. And then they talk about amateurism. They talk that shit about amateurism. The Olympics is an amateur sport too, but they also get to get paid off their likeness too. So if, if, if I get a, if I get an Under Armour deal to run track, in the Olympics, they're not disqualifying me from the Olympics. I'm gonna make seven hundred thousand dollars from um from um Under Armour. Yeah, and then the track meet is gonna pay me to go. These invitationals and shit like mm-hmm. that, they invite those players and they and they give you an incentive to win. In college, you don't get to do none of that. I go I go um sign an autograph and you pay me. $100. I get in trouble for that. Yeah. If I'm at school and you're a regular student mm-hmm. and I'm at Chick-fil-A at the um at U of H yeah. in the student center and I ain't got no money and you my homie and you say, "Man, I'm a, I'm a, I got that." If there's an NCAA official around, I I go home. I don't get to do that one kid at UCF got kicked off of his team and his scholarship taken away, a kicker. For because he made YouTube channel. for monetizing his YouTube channel. Yeah. The dude um the D lineman at Miami produced on Rick Ross's album. He doesn't get to make money off of that. He's a producer. He don't get to make money off of making beats. This shit ain't got nothing to do with football. I can't get a job as an NCAA football player. 
And if I do, I can't make more than $10 an hour. I have to fill out a boatload of paperwork that nobody wants to fill out, and they know that. Yeah. And then also, good luck getting some time to actually work long enough to make some money. So now I get two hours out of my week. Two hours out of my out of my uh out of my day. So I'm working ten hours a week. Yeah. What the fuck I'm all gonna make seven dollars an hour uh two dollars a day. Yeah. Uh two dollars a and uh, you know, two hours a day. Yeah. It don't make no sense. That makes no sense. And then when you tell these kids that they just wanna like, you know, you, you you know, yeah, you know, these kids get the party and they get the girls and they get all of that kind of stuff. But these kids have nothing to show for this shit. There's a lot of niggas that get to that are great college athletes and don't get no look in the NFL. There's far more guys that are really good college players that don't make it to the league in any of these leagues, especially basketball. You get paid, you get picked in the second round, you might not make the team, bro. Not in the NBA. Yeah. After the third round in the NFL, you fight for life. You are fighting for your life. You are you are being getting brought in as a camp body. And if they don't think you're good enough, they're going to cut you. Even if you are good enough, if the linebacker in your team gets cut and you're the quarterback, the third or fourth string quarterback, guess who's getting cut? You are. So when when the NCAA does this whole thing about like, well, we're an amateur sport and we don't do this and we don't, you make nine billion dollars a year. And that's before shoe contracts. All of these schools get to negotiate their own shoe contracts. They get to UCLA ain't won shit since 1995. Since the 1995, what? Stop beating all that. Since the 1995, since the 1995, uh, um, Final Four. Yeah. That's the last time they won anything in any sport, unless you look at some other sport that don't nobody care about, right? Gymnastics, maybe. Yeah. Currently has the largest shoe deal in in college sports. Two hundred and twenty million dollars from Under Armour. Yeah, because they were like when I think when Lonzo was, it was like they were Adidas. They yeah, came Under Armour. And then before that, it was one hundred and seventy five, one hundred and seventy eight million dollars for uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Some Jordan brand. Well, they were Nike first, and then Jordan got into football, so they wanted to start doing. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. So at these prestigious schools, at UCLA, at Stanford, at Michigan, at Florida State, at Penn State, yeah. you mean to tell me that if we're going to make $150 million, $200 million off the shoe deal and you got all these great schools and all these great business schools and financial schools and, um, and pre-law and all that kind of stuff, you don't have one lawyer teacher, one business um, uh, accountant in here mm-hmm. that can – that can legitimately that can come do up with a collective plan. bargaining. Yeah, legitimately come up with collective bargaining that every single player, whether it be whether it be a non revenue sport or not, get a little a little something. But also, you got to wage that shit out to the point where you already know if like I got a top five recruit coming. Yeah, guess who getting guess who getting paid out the most? Yeah, the top five recruit. Why? That's like that's like <clears throat> being in here and branding you a PhD in marketing. Mm-hmm. I'm a PhD in communications. You are um. You're a lawyer, and we got another person in here that is an accounting guru, and we can't figure out how to monetize this. Yeah. Or we can't figure out how we can get somebody to like, or we can make some type of money off of this. How does that work? And the and the answer is it works because they don't care about the kid, and the kid just want to play ball. 
and he don't understand how important he is. It's no different from the rapper that just wants to be famous and not rich. Mm. They'll sign away their deal and not even know what their contracts say. And then you don't have publishing. Yeah. So when you look back and you're like, well, damn, I, I mean, I sold three million records. Like, how I ain't got no money? Well, because you gave me everything already. It's the same thing with these college kids. It's like, man, why how come I don't get paid? You know, we, you know, NCAA football came out. I'm like, you know, I'm on the game. I'm on the cover. How I don't get paid? Well, when you signed your letter of intent, that part that you didn't read, like, because none of us read our letter of intent. We, it's, we're allowed to use your likeness and your name and your face for anything and not, pro, not pay you on that at all. Right. You don't get paid for none of that. <laughs> like, and, and we just signed a letter of intent and we just like, all, all, all I know is just say I'm going to go to Alabama. Mm-hmm. All I know is just say I'm, I'm, I'm going to go play for I'm about, to, I'm about to go play for Coach Saban. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to go play for Coach Saban. <laughs> I'm going to go to the league. You got three <laughs> years to make it to the league, though. Everything can happen in three years. Tell Your me. whole life can change in three years. Like you can go. Like I watched the kid and it broke my heart, bro. Like one of my teammates, dog. At at, I was a red shirt freshman. I wasn't playing at all. I was in street clothes. We came to Rice. I came down here to go home, meet, see my family, and I was gonna go to the game. I go to the game, and a guy that was a year over me ran down on the kickoff to break the wedge before wedges were outlawed. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, a wedge is a wedge of four players that lock arms and create a wall for you to try to run through, like uh, uh, red. What, what's that? Uh, red Rover, Red Rover. What's yeah. that? Where you try to run through a group? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that, but with football pads on and guys that are tight end size, mm-hmm. and you have what they call a wedge buster—a guy that will run through and try to break through the line first, the wedge first, so that everybody can get through it and make the tackle. We had a wedge buster on our team, a guy that went to Hot Tower High School, ran down the field to break the red wedge, and he didn't get back up. They carted him off that field um, with a bruised uh, spinal cord, could not play for the rest of his life. In front of his, his, his mama was up there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what that's the shit that I be talking about mm. when I be looking at, like, I'm not even just worried about, like, Guys being able to to floss, I'm like, you got insurance policies on these kids. You have them on us. Yeah. And these kids can go out here. You can spend. You can sell tickets for three thousand dollars for a basketball game. And two minutes into the game, Zion blows his his blows through a shoe and almost blows his knee out. Like all kinds of bad things could have happened that day. What if Zion goes up for a dunk? And a dude is mad at him and undercuts him and he lands on his neck. Then what happens? Zion done broke his neck. He don't play no more. And ain't nobody talking about Zion Williamson no more. The next time we hear about him is uh, 30 for 30, 10 years later. Either a 30 for 30 or E60 special or. How he's living his life um, to try to, you know. Be normal. Yeah. Like, I get, like, there's so many players. There's countless stories of that. There's countless stories of kids that don't have no money, go home during the holidays, and go get in trouble because they, they feel like they got to go rob somebody mm-hmm. or they in the streets. Yeah. And they and they going back to what they... Darren McFadden was very close to that. A lot of people don't know that. Darren McFadden, his, his last year in college, mm-hmm. 
broke his toe and was suspended from the team because he went back to Little Rock, Arkansas and got into a fight. And the only reason why I know this is because his coaches told me that when they were recruiting me to come play there. He played the first game with a metal plate in his in his cleat. And he got 150 yards in that game. Yeah. But he broke his toe because a fight broke out with him and his homies, and they got into a fight at a at a, a club in Little Rock. Which I've seen back in the Little Rock. They're not playing they in Little playing Rock. Little Rock. Mm-hmm. They're not playing. And a lot of these guys don't care if you done went to the league and you didn't you didn't like they looking at you like, oh, oh, you gonna floss on me in, in the in the in the escalade? You gonna floss on me because you oh you think you better than me because you went to college, mm-hmm. like that's what these kids is going back to. Like these kids, these these dudes was 19, 20 years old telling me they couldn't go back home. Iverson they got didn't caught up go back like home. that. Iverson got caught up like that. Um, uh, um, some of these stories LeBron was telling in Survivor's Remorse yeah. are true stories. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Survivor's Remorse is a really good is a real thing. Yeah, a very real thing. And so. If if the one thing I can do to make sure that you don't go back home and get killed or or do something that's going to put you in jail to jeopardize your freedom, if I could just get you to stay here and play football for me, if all I got to do is say, fam, I will pay your light bill. I will I will I will give you money. Just stay here. Yeah. So that I can look good. Yeah. But, you know, the craziest shit is that even though it is out loud outlawed that these kids can't make money there are people who will willingly give them the money to they come. will do it they'll yes. do it and they'll and they you know like uncle luke uncle luke they always say you know uncle luke was giving player giving um money to to guys in um at uh at, at miami and he always denies it because he don't want to get miami in trouble right mm-hmm. but it was like like these rap dudes was like like i wish it happened more I wish it happened more i wish that like this dude avenatti telling folks about nike giving money so 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 what? These kids, these kids ain't got no money. Nah. And, and and Nike wants you to wants you to be in or Adidas, they want you to be in their good graces and yeah. shit. And they want you when you go to the league and they want you to to sign with them. Yeah. Start paying them now then. Yeah. But this, but Avenatti's thing was Avenatti tried to shake down Nike. Yeah, he tried to shake down Nike and they sued him. Yeah. No, he went he got in trouble for extortion. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he started telling on people anyway. Yeah. And so like like one of them dudes, like one of them documentaries I saw about college sports, uh, uh, about um, um, you know, not paying college players or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a guy um, that works for Nike, and he had his his face and his voice distorted, um, distorted. Yeah. And he said, "It's literally my job to know who the top ranked fifth grader is in America in basketball." That is absurd. It's my job. Fifth grade. Fifth. And and what bothers me about that, what bothers me about that is the same thing that they do in the education system. You know that they 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 bet on kids in the education system. Mm-hmm. In the third grade or fourth grade, they they test your reading level. And if you aren't up to par in your reading level, then they are they are going to bet on how likely you are to go to jail mm-hmm. when you're an adult. Yeah. If you're in the third grade and you don't read past the third grade level, yeah. You, there's a higher chance, literature. I mean, like uh, literacy wise, there's a higher chance for you to go to jail than you to be an uh, active member in society. And in, in, in college, they're doing the same thing. If you were the top rated point guard mm. in the fifth grade, in the fifth grade, they don't even do it no more in just high school. They're all the way down to the fifth grade, fifth, sixth grade. 
if you the top ranked twelve year old, mm-hmm. I'm banking on you to continue to grow and be the best player to ever be anything. And the crazy- never mind the fact that you might not even get past six right. foot. Right. You might not even get past five five. Right. And you, but, got, and you got highlight factory farms like House of Highlights, who I love, right? Yeah. House of Highlights will find a random viral video of a fifth grader, sixth mm-hmm. grader, balling out of control, right? Mm-hmm. And initially, that builds up the hype for this kid whenever that kid gets to seventh grade, eighth mm-hmm. grade, freshman year. You think Also monetizing. Also monetizing, right? They can make money off the highlights of a child. You know how much money like these like these companies? Like, I mean, I respect the hustle because I understand what mm-hmm. it means. I understand what it what is, mm-hmm. but... They can make money off highlights of LeBron James Jr. Yeah. Killing it in AAU. They in, in being his freshman year in high school. They have recruiting services. Mm-hmm. I used to get when I used to get my recruiting letters, I would, you know, it would be um the occasional letter from Ole Miss, UTEP, Northwestern. I get something from Michigan. I get something from uh Mizzou. Um Maybe a smaller school like uh, North Texas, because North Texas was one double A at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Central Florida, just all these schools in there. Be always just one, just one letter, and it was called the NCAA, C, some weird, right? And it was literally a recruiting service that said, um, if you pay us a certain amount of money per uh, per month, we make sure your film gets to certain schools. If you pay us. Paying to get recruited. Similar to, uh, I think there's a service like that on um, Huddle, which I wish we had Huddle when I was in in, um, in high school. Huddle is uh, basically YouTube for athletes. Mm-hmm. When a game is over, if you got game film on that, that you can upload that game film immediately to, um, to Huddle.com. And... You can send that off to the colleges that want to see you if you if you're in uh, contact with yeah. you know yeah. uh, certain schools like um, that's how I get to see a lot of my nieces' games. Um, sometimes is you know I mean not my niece uh, my little cousin yeah um, she's kind of cold with it too she nice nice about to be a senior you know what I'm saying like really good you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like there's there's and and you can watch it and it's just game film. It's just being able to watch film on, yeah. on somebody. You know, in co- in high school when I was there, you had to make tapes and you had to, right. you know. Um, I remember one year I edited my own highlight tape and um, sent it my senior year, but I was already committed. I didn't really need a senior tape. Right. But um, but like there's, like everybody gets to make the money on the kid. Right. Everybody gets to make the money on the young adult, and they never get to the the young adult. Oftentimes doesn't get. A lot. Again. And so you hear all these people say, oh, well, all he has to do is go to school for five months and he'll and he'll make millions. He'll make way more than anyone gets to make. Yeah, that's fine. But then it's five months. You know how much money that school made? Yeah. Must say, <laughs> must say, by the, I say, in the five months that school has made either hundreds of millions of dollars and I have made pennies mm-hmm. under, the, under the premise or concept of a scholarship. That doesn't really apply to hey, you go into school. Get, it's basically room and board. Like mm-hmm. we are paying. What I say, we are giving you this 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 piece of paper and this little bit of money to sleep. And it's not paid for by the school. It's paid for by the boosters. Yeah. Athletic scholarships are not paid for by the school. Yeah, they they never are. They're paid for nah. by boosters and they're paid for um you know by those donors. Yeah. So there's a there's a really big disconnect. But I always I, I try to tell people, I'm like, 
if I can, if you can legitimately calculate the net worth of the football program, mm-hmm. you can pay the players. All right. When uh, you one point two billion dollars, when you're a college school yeah. and you're worth one point two billion dollars, like yeah. UT is, yeah. I think it's one point two, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State is up there and all that kind of stuff. Like you can, you can, you can find something. You know what I'm saying? Like when I like. I can't bear to really. That's that's the other thing. It's just cringeworthy to watch the uh, the NCAA. Mm-hmm. I mean, you put out that tweet out. Oh, you know, all college players get free Wi Fi in the hotels when they're in the NCAA. Ter- so what? <laughs> unless that NCAA, I mean, unless that uh, that free Wi Fi is allowing me to uh, go to TuneCore and put my new rap out about my Final Four <laughs> and uh, and monetize, mm-hmm. then I don't care about no Wi Fi. I don't care about that. What well, I care about Wi-Fi for? So I could tell people how much fun I'm having in the hotel room? Like, that, I don't know, man. I just, you know, I, I really feel for the kids, man. And, yeah. and um, you know, hopefully, I, I really hope Zion hires Rich Paul. Oh, yeah. They disrupt the whole system. I, I, hope, he, I hope he hires Rich Paul as his agent. Um, or Jay-Z. Oh yeah, having signed Rich Paul or Jay Z. I hope I hope either one of those because you know black agents ain't really, you know. I mean, we've evolved from Master P being Ricky Williams' agent though. Mm-hmm. We've evolved Yo, look, from that. We don't ever need Master P being anybody's agent. Or uh, I will say though, um, I just saw there was a girl um, that's like the first female, first black female NFL agent, I think, something yeah. like that. Uh, she works for. Um, uh, was it Young Money Sports? Yeah, or, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to her. I, I forget her name, but um, uh, other than that, man. Yeah. But real quick before we got here, I got, I do have a question. What's the wildest? What's the wildest thing either of you two watched recently? Wait, what was that? The wildest thing either of you have to, either two of you have watched recently? Like period? Yes, period. Shh. The wildest thing I've watched recently, or just ever. Mm-hmm. No, just recently. Okay, ever, recently. Ever is a two deep. I gotta say, recently, um, shoot, probably that New Zealand shooting. Mm. I don't want to get too dark on it, but <sighs> there was a video out, and she was wild, man. Shit. Uh, did you mean like funny videos or like I don't know yeah. like what you mean by wild? <laughs> nah. But that uh, was the wildest thing I've, I've seen in a while. Okay, I can't believe they recorded that shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, what's one is. It's crazy for me. There's a couple. There's the butt naked nigga, um, dry humping the um, the woman at the paint and sip thing. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, that is a I. Yeah, yeah I didn't really never I, need see, to I see thought, that. I thought that was like some Bang Bros content. To be quite honest with you, yeah, I'm not. I'm not but, with that. Uh, um, you, I'm, saying, I'm was, just saying. I don't know if I can. I said, would you take your lady to that? Hmm? Would you take it later to that? No, nah, we're not going to sip and dick. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Um, right. um uh then I saw the girl um tell her man that she paid a $50. Girl $50. Yeah, yeah. I saw that joint. Um, you think that was real though? That was a TV show. It's a TV I show. It's gotta be it, it had to be some type of script. Cause like there's no I I want to believe the best in people, and I want to believe that people aren't that fucking stupid. Yeah. But um, then again, people go to people's court every day. Yeah. So um, <laughs> don't, um, don't, don't, don't. 
what else is uh <laughs> the the memes normally are the funniest thing. Yeah. Um R. Kelly, those R. Kelly um oh, man. memes oh, man. are hilarious. Which speaking of R. Kelly, um I'm an older man who loves all women. <laughs> First of all, why did you gr- why did you growl that? All oh, women. That's nasty. Yeah, um that's nasty. Whew. I met Andrea <laughs> Kelly last night. Really? Yeah. Um, she was at House of Blues with Angie Stone. Uh huh. And um, which is a whole other story of things that went so weirdly last night. But um, yeah, she was there. I was looking at. I was like, I know her. I think, you know, she's a good looking lady. You know, mm-hmm. she got up on stage, and I was like, wait, where do I know her from? And I was like. Ara Kelly's wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was. Ara Kelly's wife. Apparently she liked my hat. She tapped my hat and she was like dancing. And she was. Mm. Uh, so shout out to her. Um, what else? What's the craziest thing you've watched? Uh, let's see. The Theranos uh, documentary about uh, Elizabeth Holmes in which this white lady had to just, just had, had came up with this concept where if you drunk some water, you could disguise your voice, right? And she had this weird thing where she disguised her voice that wasn't her real voice, but this woman had the all-star team of niggas that you wouldn't think would be in the political league no more, like Henry Kissinger, and like mm-hmm. old, like old, like, hey, I was I was Secretary of State for George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking W, I'm talking HW. And like Reagan and Jimmy Carter, invest money. This woman had Silicon Valley invest like nearly a billion dollars into this company and produced no medical material, no scientific facts to back it up, nothing. Did she go to jail? I would hope so. She's free at the moment. She white? Yes, of course she <laughs> She's is. not going to jail. <laughs> She's not going to jail. I don't know. No, she might go to jail. She might. That's weird. Look, man, they sent Martha Stewart to jail for her home for her homeboy. Tell her, hey, bro, this is uh, this uh, you might need to worry about this. Did yeah. you guys see uh the dirt? I haven't watched it yet. I actually really liked it. I'm on, I, I kind of like Motley Crue. Have you? Uh, you know what it is? No, what is that? It's the Motley Crue biopic. Oh, okay. And it's um it's on Netflix. Um, MGK is playing Tom uh Tommy Lee, and um, it's a very dark movie. I read I read Nikki Six's book though, so mm-hmm. I kind of knew what was going on. But yeah. like, um, I don't know if you've ever read Nikki Six's book, but it's called The Heroin Diaries. And um, why does that sound very apropos, given what Molly Crew was into? It is literally, it is literally his scribed, like diary from the peak of their career, Mm. and all the things he would do, you know, um, back when he dated Vanity, and Mm -hmm. all like he was doing wild, 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 wild stuff. Um, That's a good movie to check out if you're a music fan or um, if you're into rock music at all. Yeah. Um, uh, those hair bands are like I just want y'all to know that hair bands are worse than anything rappers have ever done in their yeah. lives although, and country music scene yeah although I don't know man I kind of need like a um, a, a, um, a Tales from the Tour bus on hair bands rappers I, I'm, I'm thinking that um, next the season was amazing I'm thinking that next season is probably going to either be um, 80s hair bands or or uh, rappers that's the only that's the only other genre that would make sense to right. me 
Um, unless it was disco. Yeah. Um, did y'all see the Us? I haven't seen it yet. Right. I, I have theorems about it, but I'm I'm still skeptical because again I haven't I haven't fully seen it, but I listened to a podcast and they had the whole shit was spoiled for me anyway because I was like, oh, they're gonna talk about us, and I didn't have the wherewithal to fast forward to so actually. You uh, heard the whole movie gets spoiled for you for the most saw part, it. but like Damn. I'm still one. I'm a I'm an individual where I have to see shit for myself. I mean that's I, not, that's a hard headed negro in myself. But the you know. first the first go round for me, I have to watch just to make sure I'm entertained. Mm-hmm. And I was entertained. Um, now the deeper stuff, I have to like watch and watch. So this has got some layer to it, and I just don't like when people, um, man, 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 movie trash because y'all don't like any like the people that say that like they don't really like any movies. So um, I would definitely say go and support the film. Yeah. Um, and if it sucks, it just sucks to you. But like I love horror movies, mm-hmm. so um, to see black people in the movie not doing stupid shit. And mm-hmm. and also the leads in the movie, um, I was I Jordan Peele is my guy for that. Yeah. Um, how do y'all feel about um, uh, Avengers being three hours and two minutes? I'm down for it. As um, as Kev on stage and a lot of other people have said, Black Church has prepared me for this moment. And I wholeheartedly agree. Kev on stage 100% stole that joke from a nigga that was just tweeting. <laughs> yeah, he did. And I saw that. Yeah, he um, did. Okay, quick. Yeah. What meal you bringing to, um, <laughs> to, to watch the movie, to watch Avengers? Uh, probably gonna give me some baked chicken. Okay. Probably, I'm, I'm probably going baked chicken. I'm thinking about it, man. Uh, depends on how big my lady purse is. But <laughs> that, that's a good reason, all right. That's I'm a good walking, reason. Right. I'm walking in the IPIC theater with a two piece, a three piece from uh, from Frenchies. Hey. <laughs> with a uh, with a pound cake. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a fish fry in that thing. It's gonna be a fish fry in that thing. What are those movies coming out? Um, a lot of boxing coming up. Yep. Um, I still think that um, I mean, Errol Spence did what he needed to do against Mikey Garcia. Errol Spence. Rock that man for 12, 12 rounds. straight rounds. You even had to knock him out. He didn't have to. He, was, he, 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 punished, him. he punished him for 12 rounds. Yeah. So they need to, they, I mean, I wish top rank and PBC got together and made that fight between him and Bud Crawford happen. But, you know, well, Bud, politics. Uh, you know, yeah. Bud Speaking the, of which, do y'all think Deontay Wilder is running at this point? From Anthony uh, yes. Joshua? No, nah. I don't think so. I think. Um, I think the Fury fight kind of threw a wedge and all that because the Fury fight was so if anything, random. Yeah. And how it handled and how it Tyson, happened at the end. Tyson Fury screwed that up. Because Tyson Fury signed a deal with ESPN and ain't no heavyweight signing ESPN that anybody want to see. And there was a, an opportunity for Deontay to fight on the zone to um renegotiate his contract and get a new deal with the zone instead of Showtime. But there aren't enough guys on the zone to fight with. You know what yeah. I'm saying, mm-hmm. and and Anthony, not a heavyweight. Anthony Joshua don't want that smoke. I don't think Anthony Joshua want it. So I'm gonna just sit here with Showtime. They gonna pay me. I'm gonna fight because I, I think his thing was um, being active. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm not gonna get the fights that I want, I might as well just be active and keep sleeping, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. So because I think the only big name heavyweight that's even fighting on Showtime is what Drell Miller. 
and even that, I'm like, big Dar- baby, um, yeah. big baby's fighting on his own. Yeah, for uh, for yeah, for Anthony Joshua, they fighting Anthony Joshua in June. Mm. So, um, I think it was a good. I think it's it, it's just a weird, you know, boxing is just in a weird space right now where everybody's just kind of like posturing for networks, and then they're um, guys not wanting to lose their their zero on their record. Um, I think Floyd had a hand in screwing that up because mm-hmm. everybody want to be undefeated and retire undefeated, yeah. Yeah. and don't nobody everybody's yeah. ducking smoke from everybody. Right. And, and, then, and and then when they and when they catch smoke, it's actually after the fact of when they promise. And there's not many fighters out there that really want to be that really truly want to be the undisputed champion in their weight class. Mm-hmm. They just want to hold a belt and say they was a world champion. Yeah, it's too many. And, it's too many alphabet belts in boxing anyway. Yeah, that a lot of those guys are. A lot of those belts are yeah, but booty cheese. But, exactly. Um, but right now, if you're talking about a pound for pound line, like, like a top five off the top of my head, I probably put Arrow at either Arrow or Bud Crawford at one, and whomever I didn't pick out of that is two. Canelo is three. Uh, the Lomachenko dude that fights on ESPN is yeah. four. I would give. And, oh yeah, uh, who's five for you? Who's five? Ain't Triple G. It's uh, who's five? Ain't even Anthony Joshua. I would. I can't even think of a five right now. I go, Arrow, mm-hmm. Canelo. Oh, Canelo. I say yeah, Canelo. All right, so yeah, so Arrow. No, you had Canelo number three. I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Canelo's my three. All right. So right. I would. I would have Arrow then Canelo. Mm-hmm. I would go, Bud, Lomachenko, and Mikey. Mikey. I think Mikey's still number five. Like Mikey, Mikey, Mikey jumped up two weight classes. For he, that fight. Yeah, he did. He and, you he, know what I'm saying? He, like he's damn near a suicide. Yeah, mission. like he he got smacked around, but nobody in his weight class gonna do it to him. Yeah, like I, I just don't think that that is. Yeah. Um, Lomachenko smelled blood, so he think he want to fight him, but I don't know if he really want that smoke. Um, I don't know, man. Lomachenko made Negroes qu- made people quit. In fact, yeah. but then, but then again, that's also due to the, the fact that he's literally like the arguably the greatest like amateur boxer ever. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I and I like Lomachenko. Um, his last fight was was kind of struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he still handled it. Handled yeah, the I mean, guy. he got the KO like yeah, in he got later the KO, rounds, but, but um, was... you know, he he definitely needs to get that shoulder back. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm I'm. Keith Thurman gonna have to fight at least two more fights before we get him a big one. Yeah. Because that last one, he almost got. Yeah, and that's that, that, was, that was too much. Of a, I mean, that's that's a layoff due to injury and him getting married too. Yeah. Like that's too much. Um, he, he spent too much time out the ring. Yeah. Um, Sean Porter, I, I don't think he really wanted with with Arrow. I, shit, I just, but I think I, that fight's gonna happen. Though. I think that's gonna happen this year. I, I damn near forgot that Sean Porter got a belt. So I was watching um, Max on boxing last night. He got night. the most valuable belt. He got the green belt. Yeah, the IBF. He one, got yeah. the money belt. Yeah. So that's the crazy part about it is he, you know. Um, Got that belt, and he never really like Keith Thurman. Never really lost it, mm-hmm. but they fought for it anyway. Like him and Danny Garcia, who Keith Thurman bought, beat both of them. Yeah. Um, I do think that Jacobs, Danny Jacobs, has a chance to beat Canelo. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a good chance to beat Canelo. I must say, because I mean, Danny Jacobs kind of he did he did twelve with um Triple G. Huh? I don't really think he lost to Triple G. Oh, that right, that was that that, that rather controversial. When they fight. both got knocked down. Yeah. But I don't really think he lost to Triple G. Um, draw maybe, yeah. At worst, but um, yeah. Which I think, of, uh, what's his face? Um, what's his name? Um, he'll come to you. Conor McGregor <laughs> retiring. 
That's fake. Air quotes retiring. Yeah. Because again, the man the man literally was on TV that same night arguing for either a bigger cut or if you go, I'm, I'm a fight, I need ownership stake in the UFC. Cause, yeah. But then again, I think when William and, when William and, uh, when that agency bought in the UMC, UFC and they bought in for two billion dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They bought into it thinking they would have stars, right? Mm-hmm. And the biggest star they've had has lo- in terms of McGregor has lost the one fight he's had since they had that deal. Yeah. And now it's to um, Khabib. Yeah. That, I think um, UFC has a has a business model situation that they need to fix. Yeah, because um, as as uh, my friend Brad Gilmore, who's now over in uh, at different pastures, so yeah. to speak, uh, to him, and, him and Booker, the UFC has way too many interim champions. Way too many. Way too many interim champions. The fact yeah. that, I mean, look, the one fight I want to see, like, Roids, drugs, whatever, be damned. Like, look, let Daniel Corm- Cormier and uh, John Jones go at it one more game before Cormier get out of here. Cormier yeah. don't want that. But he don't. I know he don't want Cormier it. Cormier don't want that. His, man. his, my say, his pride don't want it again. He don't want them hands, man. Or them feet. Or them elbows. <laughs> he, I think he wants it, man. Nah, Honestly, he does. He don't. He does. He don't I think it eats at him that, that he he wants that fight as a fighter. I think he does. As a fighter, he probably that's why won't. He wants that. That's why he as a businessman, he going nah. yeah. But Daniel, say, Daniel, number one, Daniel, good. No matter what, he's been I mean, broadcasting. Daniel's definitely good. He's like he got he's money. A, he's a double champ. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a hall of famer. He's yep. a yeah. like one hundred percent. He just don't want that John Jones smoke. I yeah. think I, I just think, don't think he do. Yeah, I, I think he's. He's gotten smoked twice. Yeah. And it just – and I don't think he'll beat him at heavyweight either. Nah. I th- no. I think he would. No, I, I, I don't think, think he has so. a chance. See, I think it'll be closer than people – that last fight was closer than people realized. Yeah, before, he the, got, he got before he got knocked out. He got rocked. They put the yeah. sleep. Right, he but got the problem rocked. is with John Jones is that you can't get inside on him because yeah. he's too, he's too long. long. J- John Pause. Jones has not looked – as good as he's been these last two fights. He looks like a lesser fighter now. I don't know. I think that last Honestly. fight he had where he just pretty much just carried that dude the whole fight and dominated all the way through. I'm like, yeah. you know what? That's a that's a that's a light yeah, that's mean, a lightweight uh moment. Yeah. The, the Gustafs the the last Gustafs fight, the second one, I was like, Oh, okay, you're back. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean I, I and if and if he ain't the same fighter neither is Cormier. Yeah, he's so, getting up there. Like he Cormier is forty, about to yeah. be forty. Yeah. John Jones is John Jones will smoke that guy at heavyweight. Yeah. I think he'll smoke him at heavyweight. Yeah. Um, because you're not gonna be able to get to him. Like, uh, the only uh he was talking about fighting uh what's the other one that uh Brock Lesnar? No, no, no. The guy that that lost to Cormier. Uh, Stipe. Rumble Johnson. Stipe. Oh, yeah. Stipe. He wants to fight Stipe in July. And. But he already, I think they got another fight for John Jones, but yeah. that's like yeah. in the next month or two. Because right. mm-hmm. I think, but then again, that's Dana White in positioning. Like UFC has, well, there it's interesting because boxing has super fights, right? Mm-hmm. And those be the those be the ones you really want to go to. The UFC always positions the July pay per view at Vegas yeah. as their Super Bowl, like their super fight night. Yeah. So whatever they can book for it, you know, what I'm saying. Cool, because I think the next fight they got Amanda Nunes fighting Holly Holm. 
Yeah, yeah, they do, and that should be interesting. Nunez finna be, but Nunez about to watch I still can't believe she smoked uh, Chris Cyborg like oh, that. Bro. She like, gave Cyborg dog. that work. <laughs> she caught that over. <laughs> that girl went to sleep. Oh man. Oh yeah, man. Anything else? I know we've been here a while. Uh, <laughs> there was some breaking news. I don't know if y'all saw this on Twitter and all this, but uh, uh, Chris Dapps Porzingis is being investigated for a rape. Hours after he tore his ACL in 2018. Hold NYP. on a second. Time oh, out. Time out. I see it. I, I saw um, the alert on my phone. I kind of like, I was like, oh, that yeah. looks fascinating. And then I saw somebody tweet, Mark Cuban has a type. And I was like, oh, you're funny. <laughs> oh, you're funny. <laughs> but then I was like thinking to myself, like, yo, how do you tear your ACL? And, and then, then your immediate thought yeah. is, I need to go I take, take some it. from somebody. Yeah. That's fascinating. Damn, Chris Stapps. Because, boy, I say next year was supposed to be a problem with him yep. and Luca. And if there's any, like, smoke and realness to this story, whoo, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, quick, quick takes. Uh, uh, Lil Nas X. How y'all feel about that song? That's a country song, bro. I don't care. You think it's a country song? That's a, that's a country song. It's a cool little song it's too. So, like, it's, I mean, it ain't something that I'm gonna just jam all the time. I mean, I bang it. But when they bl- when they bump it in the club, I'm yeah, probably yeah. Okay, yeah. I, you know. it's a catchy ass song. Get in, man. Get in, man. Do y'all, props, do y'all think it's controversial or that song should be on the country chart? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, so in that case, chart. should we go back and put Ghetto Cowboy and Crucial Conflict? On, uh, I mean, sometimes it has to do with the sonic, though. Okay, like the sonic of it is, is this trap country? If a, if a, if Garth Brooks did it, it'd be on a, in a um, if he sang those exact lyrics, yes, that's true. It would be on the um the. I would I would pay money to hear charts. Garth Brooks say "Lean all in my bladder." <laughs> I would, yeah. <laughs> But you know he would just change it and say Jim, it would say beam right. all in my bladder or something like that Jim Beam or something. Yeah. But like, um, I mean, they got there are rap songs that are country songs that made the country charts, and they were just white people that did it. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. It just, I mean, look, man, white people do a great job of protecting the, that's the true. spaces that they feel yeah. like they should and only and be then, in. And we're talking about you know saying it's a Gucci, it's a Gucci fedora. It's and it's mm-hmm. and it's bad enough that. Last year, there was a point where the top two songs in country were the two black guys. Yeah, yeah, came came Brown and uh, Darius, Darius Rucker. Yeah, they don't. God. They not with that. A, they not with it. They not with us in here. Meanwhile, um, over at Toyota Center, Harden already got forty five. Shit, he had seventeen in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, he got forty five. It's like three minutes left in the fourth. Jesus Christ. Is he the MVP? Yes, I think so. Me too. Yes. Um, now I think they're gonna give it to Giannis, but I think they're. I think yeah, he is there's, there's no way you can tell me to do legit turned it up a whole different notch. The moment the Rockets were in 14th in the West, yeah, from 14th to third, like yeah. I'm sorry, what? I must say, if we gave Russ an MVP for averaging the triple double for historical significance. Mm-hmm. The Thunder were a six seed; they didn't even win 50 games that year. Yep. Yeah. And you mean to tell me that a dude averaging th- 27 and 12 and 5, cool, it's cute. I mean, your squad got the best record in the league. Okay, that's fine, it's cool. On the other side is a dude averaging 37, 8, and 8. Yeah. And literally has carried a team that, doesn't A, does not have a second All-Star, and B. Wait, who? Chris Paul would argue that right. he wasn't an All-Star, he wasn't an all-star this, last this year. year. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Right. A dude, I'm as a team that they don't, they didn't have a second All Star this year, 
and the majority of their big three, so to speak, which is CP3 and Capella, combined to miss by what forty games. Yeah, yeah. And you mean to tell me, and this dude went lights out, has scored, has scored, has more fifty point games by himself than damn near the rest of the league combined. Because there's been like 13 50-point games. And he's hit Harden th- has eight of them. And he's hit 30 on every team in the league this year. Yeah. Yeah. Giannis, <laughs> Giannis dunk on niggas, so that's why. That's about it. <laughs> Capella dunked on him, too. Harden about to have another 50-point game night. Yep. He got, let's see. That's crazy. As we speak, he has His. 48, 9, and 9. Damn. <laughs> How much time left? A minute 49. Shit. He gonna get it. Oh, they gonna file the shit out of him. <laughs> like, I'm... I'm Man, what he's doing is amazing. I hope he's able to carry that through. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully he doesn't have to do that. Right. But I mean, because last year he averaged what I think twenty nine and seven in the playoffs, and gave Golden and put up what forty like about five times. I just don't want them missing thirty three straight three, again. Uh, three pointers uh, again. As I said, as I said last year, as was happening, I was on a flight from Vegas back here, mm-hmm. right during Game Seven. It literally took an act of God, cruelty, and terrible officiating for them to miss 27 threes in a row. I would. Because in, in between those 27 misses, there were some makes on some foul calls that weren't foul calls. True. Yeah, but I'll beat everybody ass in the club if they go out there and keep shooting them damn threes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, like, bro. bro, like. Look. Step into the line. Yeah. yeah. Just go Just, in, go, go. You're already. You were like, we were like, what? Double digits was like about 13. We like 13 points. Yeah. Just make a layup, make a, a mid-range jumper. Yes, you face. still like, mind you, that game was why I was cool. Him. That game was why I was cool of letting Trevor Ariza walk. Oh, oh Trevor over everything. Yes, yeah. Trevor was out there hitting. Look, couldn't I, hit the brass out of a barn. Look, boy. Thank, I'm gonna say this for all the people that said, "Oh my God, the Rockets are terrible now. They don't have Luke and they don't have Trevor." Thank God for uh, Daniel House. Yep. Thank God for House. Thank God for Gary Clark doing mm-hmm. what he's doing. Um, Shump, I mean, look, there's another ball handler. I don't know about his defense now. Shout out to Tiana Taylor being in the city. We appreciate you being fine Shit. as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and also being a very talented musician who's getting jerked over by her label, but you saying, fuck that, I'm still doing my thing. Um, Chris Paul, may your hamstrings stay at least together <laughs> till late May because that's really when we need you. We can go through the first two rounds of the playoffs. Put some tape on them hoes, yes. man. We can go through the first, ta- the first two the, rounds of the playoffs. Um, who's the seventh seed? San Antonio? Uh, I think so because OKC was eighth. We're going to smoke San Antonio. Mm, that's gonna be. I mean, that's. I mean, they're gonna nah, be annoying. We're gonna smoke that. them. Nah. It's gonna be annoying. Still, we Greg gonna, Popovich, man, come we on now. Roll San Antonio. It's gonna be annoying. We, yeah, but Greg Popovich ain't got he ain't the got three. Ka- he ain't the, got Kawhi. The triplets. Nah. He ain't got Tim. He ain't got Manu. He ain't got Tony. And no, yeah, and they and, beat the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we beat the Warriors three times this year. That's true. And we and, and also, it should have been a it should have been a fourth, but you know. And, Shenanigans and if, and and if we know anything about basketball, we know not to trust DeRozan in the playoffs. Oh no! <laughs> for the, for the, on, for, the, for the sake of uh, for the sake get, of Canada, oh no, baby, oh no, about to get smacked, Smidak. So, question is, who's coming out the East? Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna look weird, though. It will. It's probably look might super be the weird. lowest rated finals that we've. You know, I think seen. I really think Boston might get it together. See, I don't know if they could try to or Philly, but um, 
I don't know, man. It's just gonna Ooh. look weird. I'd rather see the Raptors take it, honestly. But Raptors. I mean, I'm kind of entertainment wise, it might be best to see Milwaukee. Yeah, and also, I, but I think Philly got like the best starting five in like the league in terms yeah. of like how good they're supposed to be. Um, you know, but here's what's gonna happen. As big of a LeBron fan as I am, still ESPN gonna make it some way somehow. What's a, what's, what's LeBron up to for his first <laughs> summer off since he was 21? And Banana I'm like. Boat. Banana boat. <laughs> I want to ride the boat. <laughs> let me let me drive the boat. Oh, it's gonna be another. Uh, it's gonna be another LeBron James. A little another kid in the in the house. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be. Oh snap! Is yeah. that down seven? <laughs> nah, he gonna be shooting movies. He all good. Ooh. Oh yeah, this is definitely time for him to shoot. Uh, Space, Space Jam, Jam two going down. But he's still gonna make that. He's still gonna shoot at the club again. Oh, Sav- Savannah, be- Savannah be like Savannah be like, look, Beyonce, I need you to run interference. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> time for another one. Nah, Beyonce like, look, we I say me and Jay are doing we we're doing glad um, acceptance speeches now. I can't do that right now, Savannah. I can't do that. Who I just that made a movie said? and took this nigga out the house for a year. Oh, um, that was Vanessa that said she'll um, she'll keep having babies for Kobe until he get a boy. Yep. All right, Vanessa. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, hey, challenge accepted. Hey, look, look, y'all made that commitment. Y'all's nineteen. Mm-hmm. All right. Off the G'd up video. Who you think got worse bars? Kobe now or uh Shaq now? Kobe would Kobe always doubt. had the worst Shaq, bars. Shaq at one point had some hot albums, man. Say what you want about it. He probably had it written for him, True. but he had some bars, man. Shaq did real songs with Biggie. Yes. Not no made up shits. Yes. And they were hot. I'm not gonna Legit lie to ass song, man. I mean, Peter Guns wrote one of his songs for him. Or at least one of the hooks, at least. Yeah. But um Yeah, man. I think that's it. I think we rolled through everything. Yeah, I think we. I think we, we covered made a, everything. We we did a, a, a jack of all trades uh, super episode. This is like a four hour episode. Huh? It was yeah. without even having to introduce who I am or what I <laughs> do. We might need to. We might need to do. Um, we might need to just split yeah, it up. A two days. A two day um, special. Yeah. You might. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do. Like cut the the audio in half, and then I'll put it out. One out on Monday and the other one out on Tuesday. The problem is we split. Oh, okay. Monday and Tuesday release. Okay. I was going to say we can't do it a whole week after, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, We do a Monday release and a Tuesday release. And then, um, and then we just go from there. All right. That sounds good. Since, I mean, since the people ain't really got one from us in three weeks, Mm -hmm. we just keep going and doing that. Uh, shout out to Vince Milson, who was supposed to be here, but he never showed up. So shout out to you, Vince. Good job, man. An- another hard and 50 piece. 50, oh, 10, shit. and 9. Y'all, go. Y'all got to start tackling this name, man. <laughs> Once they got to start doing like a Hulk Hogan leg drop. Wait, no, not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Macho man elbow drop. There you go. Thank yes. you, Ryan Rocket, because I swear to God, I had to think about it for a second because somebody said, like, what's the biggest lie you believed in as a kid? And they said Hulk Hogan. I was like, damn, you're right. The biggest damn. lie. Oh, man. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, you eat your vitamins. Eat, eat your vitamins. Say your prayers. And occasionally call a black person an N-word. I'm like... I, I knew Hulk Hogan was full of shit when Randy Savage dropped an entire rap album <laughs> aimed at dissing Hulk Hogan. And it was fire. <laughs> yeah, man, Hogan. Uh, Hulk Hogan made his his live. He made his his personal mission in life to downplay all of Randy Savage's accomplishments. Let yes. me tell you something, nigger. <laughs> what you gonna do when this Confederate flag runs wild on you?
<laughs> when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, this racism <laughs> is killing me. Oh, oh man. Uh, oh, man. Man, I appreciate you, Brando, for coming. Uh, appreciate you. Oh, 50 um, and a triple-double. Damn. That's nice. Beast. Yeah. Um, um, new show date possibly happening. Um, four thirteen in the um in the foundation room. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Heard um, you. Uh, you get you. Uh, you're a part of a sleepers pick for. Uh, oh yes. Uh, um, Easter Sunday, four twenty one, April twenty first. We're gonna be at the House of Blues main hall, um, performing the um for sleeper pick for the Joe Button podcast. Shout out to Joe Button. Shout out to Rory. Shout out to Ma. Shout out to Park. Shout out to uh, Ian. All of those guys over at the Joe Button podcast. Savon, what's happening? No, Save yeah. Save the do. Um, shout oh, out to protect, <laughs> protect Rory at all costs coming to Houston because apparently that's his favorite city. It is his favorite city. We're gonna make sure he doesn't um, you know get into any trouble out here. We're gonna do good wholesome things like go read the Bible on, on Christmas. I mean on um, on uh, Easter Sunday. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, if you don't have your tickets to the Joe Budden podcast, uh, it's too late. They're sold out. So um, we'll see you then. And uh, we out this thing. Peace.